Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The lights are out. Curry gets it. The lights go out. The game is over. And we're here to pick up the pieces. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Curry dribbles to the paint. Bad pass. Knocked down. Curry will run it down. They dropped it. Picked it back up and just shoots a three and hits it. Of course. Great offense. Yes. This, I saw Steve working on that play a couple days ago. Yeah. <laughs> They're back. Yeah, baby. The Splash Brothers are back. It was a beautiful thing to watch tonight. A combined 19 for 36 from the field, 11 of 19 from three, and the Splash Brothers both scoring over 20 points in the same game for the first time since the 2019 NBA Finals. What a time to be alive, folks. And look, I would say the last two nights, we've gotten the full Clay Thompson experience. That's it. That's Clay. I shouldn't say the full experience because it's it's like the the two thirds Clay Thompson experience because he's limited to twenty five minutes or whatever it is. Twenty seven tonight. He snuck an extra minute or two in there. But this is the Clay Thompson we became accustomed to. It's him. That's him. I know Clay, and that is him. It's just a matter of getting up to being able to keep doing it consistently and being able to play more minutes every night. I'm not worried about, you know, the overall shooting percentage on the season. Don't don't sweat that. There were some ugly games at the start. It was bound to happen in terms of shooting percentage. Anyway, you know, he was forcing it some early. But these last two games, that's it. The last we saw Clay, the 18-19 season, at 34 minutes a game, 21.5 points,
what, four rebounds, two and a half assists. So actually, the last two nights, he's he's been better at the other things. But with a few more minutes, he'd be in that 20-plus point range. And remember, the last team, it's, it's incredible to think about this. Before these seven games, the last time Clay played basketball, Kevin Durant was on the team. I mean, it's been a weird road. But I really think that was it. We saw it tonight. And these last two games, we've seen what this team can be. And it's still not fully healthy, but we've seen them playing Warriors-style basketball. We've seen how their depth can affect people. We've seen Jordan Poole getting significant minutes off the bench and making an impact. We see Jonathan Kaminga as part of the rotation. This was just a great game. And by the way, the Minnesota Timberwolves are playing really well. Anthony Edwards, I mean, this was not a good game for him overall, but the way he worked himself into a decent night and just, you know, wouldn't let the Warriors quite pull away in the fourth quarter. I thought it was really impressive. That kid's still just 20, I want to say. And his, you know, look, I guess we're seeing it more and more because I, Kaminga, Anthony Edwards, the way these guys at their age affect the game physically, I mean, just they're the strength of much older men. You don't usually fill out like that, or at least guys didn't used to at this age. Almost everyone who came in the league this young was skinny besides LeBron. So uh, really impressed with him. Cat did some damage, but, you know, and look, if we're going to talk about an issue, it's it's the same issue. Uh, there's a size problem. Kevon Looney was pretty good when he was in there tonight, but ended up fouling out in 24 minutes and and played a lot of the night in foul trouble. And it's just going to be tough against a team like this with a Carl Anthony Towns and then other aggressive, board-crashing type players, whether it's Torian Prince or Vanderbilt or... Uh, McDaniels to an extent. I mean, Anthony Edwards is out there using his athleticism to get rebounds. And the Warriors gave up a lot of second chance points tonight because of the offensive rebounds. Now, look, they got their fair share too. And in the end, they out rebounded the Timberwolves, but that's skewed a little bit by the fact that the T-Wolves missed a lot more shots than the Warriors did. Uh, Specifically, the Timberwolves missed 53 shots and the Warriors only missed 38. So there were a lot more rebounds available. (laughs) Look, this was a really good performance. And Draymond Green will solve some of those problems dealing with bigs. But I still kind of think that it's worth considering adding a big to this roster. And I'm not saying it's going to be easy. It would require parting with someone that you like. And I'm talking to you. Yes, you. You right now listening to the radio. 
you like this guy that they're going to have to get rid of. And I'm not even picking anyone in particular. But we kind of like everybody here, don't we? And you'd have to make a roster spot for a big man. And if it's, you know, Chris Chioza or Quindary Witherspoon, who maybe you don't like as much, well, those are two-way spots. So you're not getting, like, a veteran there. And you're not even getting a good young player in all likelihood, you know. That player's going to have to come from the G League. And I don't know if there's a big in the G League that's going to solve your problems. What the Warriors need is a viable veteran NBA big. At least I think so. Or they need James Wiseman to suddenly and miraculously get on the floor and perform at the level of a veteran NBA big, which seems unlikely. I mean, they had Jonathan Kaminga guarding Carl Anthony Towns at points tonight, and and I understand why. But, uh, you know, replace the name Towns with Jokic in a playoff series and tell me how that sounds to you. Because it doesn't sound great to me. So that's uh, it, as if on cue. And by the way, if you want to weigh in on tonight's performance, and I don't mean to even get into anything on the negative side, and that's not even the negative side. It's just something I've been thinking about. But after tonight, we should be celebrating. The Splash Bros are back. They really are. A combined 52 on what? Better than 50% shooting from both the field and from the three-point line. And, by the way, a combined 10 assists and 13 rebounds. They also turned it over four times each. But don't worry about that because it was a win. Also, and it took me too long to get to this guy on Tuesday, so I'll make sure to get to him right in the first half of the first segment today. Jordan Poole seems to have found a comfort level with a bench roll. And that was something that was going to be necessary. We all knew, and and Jordan is included in that. We all knew that this time of the year was going to come for him. Steve Kerr was pretty, pretty explicit about saying he would end, you know, he would go back to clay in the starting lineup as soon as clay was back on the floor and I do think totally reasonably the initial move after he had had such a good start to the season the initial move for Jordan was a tough one and you know actually in some ways his best game I believe came off the bench uh, one of his best games anyway. But when he had the 32 against Miami, I think that was because he, he he went to the bench before Clay came back, right when he came back from his COVID absence. And he had that 32-point game. He looked pretty good in his first two bench appearances. But then there was a stretch where it just seemed, and especially once Clay came back, and I think they're still finding exactly where he fits in the rotation. But there was a stretch of, let's see, uh, nine games. And I guess he did start some of them in there. Where he shot 34% from the field, 27 from three. But the last three games leading up to this one, all the wins really, since Houston, he has seemed really comfortable in his role. He's found a way to be 
aggressive and still look to distribute. He's had a couple of these wraparound passes. The one tonight was really spectacular. I mean, he reached... It was a wraparound pass if he'd thrown it to the corner, but he just sort of extended his arm and wrapped around a little further and whipped it out to sort of the wing for Andrew Wiggins, who then drove and scored. Jordan Poole is so clever with the basketball, whether it's as a ball handler, passer, or scorer. He is a really fun, creative player to watch. And... Boy, I'm glad he's found his stride again, too. And and this was really kind of a beautiful picture of... Because, look, here's what's interesting about missing Draymond, right? On defense, he's obviously... I mean, look, he's if he plays enough games this year, he's likely to be Defensive Player of the Year, right? So he's an absolute tornado. And no matter what happens... You're not as good a defensive team without Draymond, period, and you never will be. But, uh, in a way, his absence on offense has hurt them more over his absence because they still compete really hard on defense. They still know what they're doing defensively, and they still have a decent number of good defensive players, right? So the defense hasn't been so bad, and clay has been back as well since Draymond has been out. So... It's actually been the offense that suffered more in a lot of ways. And what Draymond is offensively is obviously not a scorer, but more of like a piece of connective tissue, a facilitator that helps the pieces fit together, that orchestrates things to a degree to put not just Steph, although oftentimes that's the focus, but everybody in a better position to be effective offensively. And so... it's not the sort of thing where when he comes back, I would expect an adjustment so that he can get his offense, right? In the same way that, for instance, Clay coming back, some other guys, uh, you know, when some other guys have a struggle to find out exactly where they fit, whether it's Jordan Poole or Andrew Wiggins. Um. When Draymond Green comes back, I think that's only going to make it easier for guys to fit together and find out where they fit because Draymond's going to have an understanding of where they fit and he's going to make it easier for them. 415 Texter Warriors played 15 of the last 20 before this homestand on the road. So a little home cooking has them back. Yeah, that helps. I do think it's also that Clay is settling in, and they've played a handful of games with this same sort of roster. And although they're missing Draymond, like I said, they're still competing on defense, and they're starting to find their way offensively as well. And part of that, too, is Steph being a great facilitator offensively. And he really has been spectacular. I mean, the numbers tonight, 29, 6 assists, 8 rebounds, 3 steals. And he was just... He was feeling it again. You could tell. And speaking of which, we already played one of these highlights, but there's another one. And we're going to make it. Tonight's shot of the game, presented by the County of Santa Clara. Hit it, Craig. 
Thompson finds Looney on the right wing. Porter comes and gets the ball, guarded by Noel. Fakes a pass to the cutter. Finds Curry, who flares out to the right and hits a three. Curry stepped on somebody's foot on the sideline when he went collided with a couple of the patrons. Limps back. There it is. You'll remember that three. Don't worry, his ankle's fine. That was the shot of the game presented by the County of Santa Clara. Book a COVID-19 booster shot now at sccfreevax.org or call 211. sccfreevax.org or call 211. So 888-957-9570 if you want to weigh in. Is it too early to declare the slump over? Tonight felt like the official end of the slump. Maybe I'm being too aggressive. Maybe he's got to string a few together. But tonight just felt right. That was Splash Brothers basketball. It was hopping around another 30-plus assist game. Once again, everyone was hitting. The team shot 58% from three. The only person who took a three and didn't hit at least half of the threes they took was Jonathan Kaminga, and he only took his because the shot clock was running out in the final minute of the game and someone had to shoot something. So really, we should take that away, at which point they probably shot like 60% from three, and every single person who shot it made at least half of their threes. That's remarkable. Up and down the ride. I mean, I guess it was bound to happen after such a long stretch where everyone seemed to be shooting like crap. But that that was it. That was the Warriors team I was really excited about. That's the Warriors team that I think has as good a chance as anybody to win the NBA title. 415 texter says, hey, Kolsky, might the Orlando Magic part with center Robin Lopez by the February 10th trade deadline? Maybe he can be had for a future second-round pick. That is interesting. I think he'd have to get bought out, and then you'd have to sign him. Um, and again, you're going to have to release somebody. And I think, you know, for me, the most obvious candidate to release is Damian Lee. And I hate to say that because, uh, again, he was another guy who came in and played well tonight. And I think Steve Kerr would like to play him. Um, However, I think we can also probably say that the Warriors would not be worse off if his minutes were taken by a combination of Gary Payton II, Jordan Poole, Juan Toscano-Anderson, and maybe even Moses Moody. Um. And again, I like Damian Lee. He's played well of late. Today, not his best game, but he did play tonight. He did hit one of his two threes. Um, so I, it's, I, I take no joy in suggesting getting rid of Damian Lee in favor of a big man, but someone like Robin Lopez is kind of exactly what I'm thinking. Another texter. I'm sorry, it's the same texter throwing out a few additional names. Tristan Thompson, Derek Favors. Yeah, uh, again, I I don't know how available either of those guys are right now. Favors would be an interesting addition. The problem with him is that he's not necessarily the defensive player you want, nor is he necessarily the, the height that you're looking for. It's a big wingspan guy. 
but only six nine. I mean, he's he's he is wasting away on the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. So who knows? And some of these guys will get bought out. And if you did have an open roster spot, you could theoretically sign somebody. And to those of you and a few people who've said this, to those of you who are suggesting on the text line that Chios is the guy to release, that only get all that gets you is a two way slot. So I'm not sure that's going to get the job done. 888-957-9570 if you want to weigh in on tonight's big win over the T-Wolves. It was really pretty. Once again, the first time since the 2019 finals, more than two, it's been two and a half years, more than two and a half years, really, since Steph Curry and Clay Thompson both broke 20 in the same basketball game. It was beautiful. We'll keep talking about it coming up next. We'll hear from Steve Kerr and his post-game presser. Hear from you guys on the text line and on the phone lines, 888-957-9570. I'm Matt Kolsky. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Now, back to Warriors Live, presented by Xfinity on 95.7 The Game. We are back. Matt Kolsky with you on Warriors Wrap-Up. 888-957-9570 if you want to jump in. A couple of things. Let's go to the text line. You can call or text us at that number, by the way. 888-957-9570. 240-TEXTER saying... You're right on point. We need a big since the day we let go of JaVale. <laughs> but also, that texter says, you disagreed with me the other night for pointing out the change in Steph's minutes rotation as a contributor to a shooting struggle, but it appears that Kerr has finally noticed that too based on how he used Steph tonight. I mean, listen, I don't know that I hard disagreed. I, I think what I said, and, and this is what I've thought, is I don't know. I think mostly what I've said about Steph's shooting struggles is, I don't know, I think it's just a slump. I I didn't rule out the minutes thing. It doesn't seem to me like that should have the effect that it may have been having. But look, he sure looked good tonight, so maybe you're right. Maybe I should have given you more credit. I still think that could kind of be a coincidence. But he sure did shoot it well tonight. He sure did. Several shout-outs to Andrew Wiggins. 718 Texter says, I love Wiggins. You're slightly salty. Why would I be salty? I like Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> I, I'm fully on board with Andrew Wiggins. Uh, have been Have been since the trade. A lot of people sending in potential centers. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins, no, uh, that is not that is not going to happen. Trade for Marvin Bagley. I just don't know that you have the wherewithal to do that. I don't know that you have anything to trade. I think he'd have to get cut, and I don't see that happening. 
Somebody called me Golski, which is new. Uh, G-O-L. Congratulations to you. I've heard a lot of things, but never Golski. Uh, and that texter says, you would rather keep JTA over Lee? Wow. And I'll tell you what, that that one's it's close. I, I mean, here's the point. It's one of those two guys, okay? If you're talking about creating a roster spot, I mean, we can run through this really quickly. Since this is the topic we've stumbled upon this evening, let's just run right through this really quickly. Right now, the Warriors have a full roster. Uh, in, I don't know what order this is sorted in, to be totally honest with you. But in some order or another, here it goes. Bielitsa, Looney, Juan, Gary Payton, Steph Curry, Andrew Wiggins, Jordan Poole, Otto Porter, Damian Lee, Jonathan Kaminga, Draymond Green, Moses Moody, Andre Iguodala, Clay Thompson, and James Wiseman. Because James Wiseman does take one of those 15 roster spots despite being hurt. The other two guys, Chris Chioza and Quindary Weatherspoon, are two-way players. And there's rules about who can be a two-way player, how much NBA experience you can have. And I think suffice to say, sure, you could sacrifice Chioza or Weatherspoon. But the guy you'd get in that two-way contract slot probably is not a needle mover. So unless somehow like the best center in the G League suddenly becomes available or something, I don't know. I I can't imagine that that's what would happen. Could they turn one of those guys into a big in the two-way spot? Sure. But that's not a guy who's going to be playing much, I wouldn't imagine. And I think they need someone who at least they're comfortable playing if, for instance, Kevon Looney's in foul trouble. And Draymond Green's not there, and they need a big on the floor. And they don't want to throw Jonathan, six foot eight Jonathan Kaminga out there against a seven footer like Carl Towns or Nikola Jokic. So that guy's not going to be a two way player. So it has to be one of the 15 dudes I, I just read off. You're obviously, you know, none of the starters are on the table. Porter and Bielitsa are not on the table. None of the young guys are on the table. So Kaminga, Moody, Wiseman. Iguodala is not on the table. You're obviously not going to cut him. So all that's left after the names I just crossed off is Damian Lee, uh, Gary Payton II, and Juan Toscano-Anderson. And I would say of those three, Gary Payton is by far the most impactful for this team right now. So you're taking him off the table too. So it's pretty easy to see if you're going to cut somebody or trade somebody in order to get a big onto your bench. It's got to be Juan or Damian Lee. And I could understand someone saying, well, you know, Damian Lee is probably the better all-around player. He can do more for you on offense. He's a solid defender, etc. Juan, though, is a year younger and at least 
Here, here's the way I see it. What Damian Lee can do, average defense, knock down a three, be in the right spots. To me, I would rather give those minutes to Jordan Poole or Moses Moody, you know, at times Iguodala. But what Juan does is a little more unique because part of his value is the unique manic energy he brings to the floor and the enthusiasm. And he is a significantly better defender than Damian Lee, I would say. A little bigger, longer, stronger. So I can see why someone would want to keep Damian Lee, and obviously there's the Steph Curry tie. By the way, Craig, I don't know if you saw the text line is saying you're not answering the phones again. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know why. I don't know why they're always after you, dude. I've been told the phones are in perfect working order, so give exactly. us a call. 888-957-9570. 510 Texter says leave the team alone. And then look, I'm not uh, I'm not opposed to that option. I'm not positive that this is even an issue. It's just I do think as good as a game like tonight was, it's the Timberwolves. And I think even, you know, look, they're playing pretty good basketball right now. But what they showed you is that really good rebounding teams, teams with bigs that can really play. You are very not ill-equipped, but you are you are thin, thinly equipped to deal with teams like this. Draymond would have helped a lot. But you're going to bump into some bigs in the playoffs you know, even Phoenix, DeAndre Ayton has been a problem for this team, even with Draymond Green. So, yeah, leave the team alone is a perfectly viable option. Um, and I'm really certainly not talking about drastic change. You know, I'm not talking about moving any of the young guys or draft picks or anything. At least not. I mean, I guess I wouldn't mind moving a draft pick if that's what it took. But I'm not talking about moving any of the young guys. Um I don't know. I, I I think it's worth it's worth considering. It's worth seeing who's out there. And certainly when the buyout time comes, that'll be an interesting time. Four and five texter says they're going to play Kaminga, Belly, Looney, and maybe GT, JTA at the five until Draymond comes back. They're not going out and getting a big right now. Yeah, no, I mean, that's the message they're sending. And like I said, I'm not sure that's the wrong plan. I'm just not sure it's the right plan either. Um, I'm torn. And as far as who it might be, uh, you know, some some texters mentioned some names. One I did not read was uh, Hayes on New Orleans. I, I That's Jackson Hayes. Uh, and the texter points out he's an absolute pogo stick jumper, and that's true. But it's not really the veteran experience and quality play I'm looking for. Isaiah Stewart of the Pistons, a texter says they're looking to move him. That would be interesting. Again, I think they'd probably be looking for something. But, for instance, if they wanted Damian Lee in a first-rounder, now remember that first-rounder is it's like the 30th pick right now or the 29th anyway. But I think I would do that. He... Isaiah Stewart ate this team alive on the interior just a, about a week ago. 
So, yeah, that would be interesting to me. Robin Lopez was mentioned earlier. I think that's interesting. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure which of those guys are available. We still have a little bit of time. It's a weirdly quiet trade deadline because not that many people are sellers. Or maybe it won't be. We'll see. But a lot of people think they have a shot. You know, with the play-in tournament, it, it has decreased the number of motivated sellers. Uh, we'll see what Sacramento does. But, you know, the Warriors are talking about stuff around the edges, which, it, you know, it could be anybody, and sometimes it surprises you who's ready to move on from who. If the Kings are tearing things down, Rashawn Holmes is a guy that I love. But, again, I'm not sure the Warriors have the wherewithal to add a player like that unless they're bought out and you can sign them on a veteran minimum. So, you know, again, I'm not I'm not even sure they need to do anything. And part of this is definitely going to depend on what exactly the health situation is with Draymond Green. How long is it before Draymond is back? But also, I mean, part of the motivation behind thinking it might be nice to have an added big and look, the problem here is it was supposed to be James Wiseman. And we can argue till the cows come home about he would whether he would have been ready for that, whether he's equipped to be a 15, 20-minute-a-game player on a legit contender. I don't know. But I know that he doesn't do it when he's hurt. <laughs> so, you know, he's there was a time we expected him back in December. And at this point, it feels like if he's back any time in February, it's going to be a, it's, it's a win. You know, we talked to Whitley last night, and she was saying uh, she'd be shocked if we see him before the All-Star break, and I have to agree with that. I mean, it, and they it, the weirdest part is they keep, you know, with Clay, they were constantly under-promising, looking to over-deliver. With Wiseman, it feels like they keep telling us he's close. I don't know what to make of the whole thing. But there's that hole left by his absence. Somebody is supposed to be playing center on this roster besides Kevon Looney and Draymond Green. And part of the motivation, which is what I was trying to get to, behind wanting to have that player is to take some of the physical pounding off of Draymond Green, who already has a back problem now. And... Since it doesn't seem like that's going to be Wiseman, look, I, I I understand Draymond Green is expected back. I understand he's going to play some center anyway. I understand that potentially when we get to the playoffs, we won't even see whatever center I'm talking about because it's going to be all Looney and Draymond. But... Who knows what happens with those two guys? And even if the only reason to add a big is to decrease the likelihood of Draymond having more back flare-ups, I think that is keeping Draymond's back healthy is of greater benefit to this basketball team than just having Damian Lee at all. Or one Toscano Anderson, as much as I hate to say it. Let's go to the phone lines before we run out of time here. 
888-957-957. Jordan leaving the game. Oh, no, wait. Hold on. Mike is first. Mike was at the game as well. What's going on, Mike? What's up, Kolsky? Yeah, uh, good win tonight. Uh, Minnesota is actually an intriguing team. Uh, they've got some interesting talent. I think Anthony Edwards is going to be legit, and, and, and Carl Anthony Towns is one of the best big men here. I think they're probably going to be a playoff team, so he's a, he's a matchup nightmare because of his size and ability. And uh, to pull this off, uh, really uh, put it away. I love the way Curry only got his shot going there. Clay probably the best game since he got back. Wiggins has been pretty much himself. And I like Jordan Poole. He's going to be the X factor. I like that he was confident tonight, got his really offense going. He's going to be key for us, especially without Draymond here. Um, I wanted to give anybody uh, you were talking about, guys that can pick up. Uh, I was coming back from the game, so I missed it. Anybody mentioned Tristan Thompson? I think he would be addition. It looks like yeah. Kings are going to have a fire sales pretty soon as a dumpster sale. So I think he would be really interesting, to, uh, big to to pick up. I think he would be just uh, perfect. Uh, the thing about these back injuries, they're pretty tricky, man. So uh, they really got to be really, uh, really careful about bringing Draymond along back because you know how these back injuries really outside of the uh, the the Achilles can really derail uh, players' careers. So it's going to be that. Uh, but overall, just a good win tonight. Fleet uh, Curry really going and really, and then Clay uh, like old times. And finally, good uh, on Wiggins tonight. Uh, so I thought he would get beat out, but it looks like he's going to be starting there. That's good. How do you how would you feel if you're a Minnesota fan? You get burned again. He's basically a throw in throw in for the uh, D'Lo trade to take him off their hands, wow. and now him and the end up the pick they end up getting is Kaminga. So <laughs> you're already salty enough after having after bypassing uh, Curry twice, and now they get burned again by the Warriors. So uh, good little. Yeah, uh, I mean, listen, I don't I don't know that they see it that way uh, because. D'Angelo Russell, when healthy, has been pretty good for them. Look, he didn't fit here. It wasn't going to work. He seems to fit okay in Minnesota. That organization is a mess for a lot of reasons. But when all their guys are healthy, they're actually pretty good. And Anthony Edwards, you said it. He is a stud. Uh, Really exciting to watch as well. And when he got going tonight, that's, you know, even though the Warriors' lead was reasonably comfortable at that point, he kept it interesting, and he's a little scary out there, for God's sakes. He makes you feel like he can single-handedly engineer a comeback. They got to put the ball in his hands early in the game more often. He's functioning off the ball too much for my liking. I Like, I would ju- just put it in his hands, go downhill, pass it sometimes too, but, boy, attacking the basket, that guy is something else 240 it's foolish to rely so heavily on loon and dre they already have physical issues <laughs> need a freaking big since four years ago fair enough the players the warriors have fit seamlessly so a new player may not work that's a 707 texter the dubs at least out rebounded most of their opponents so leave it alone well like I said, they out-rebounded their opponents tonight mostly because they shot the ball so much better. But that's okay. You know, that's a good reason. Before we get out of here, I want to get to one or two things from Steve Kerr, and the big one is this. And I sort of tried to say this earlier. I'm guessing he said it more eloquently than I did. But I, And someone tweeted at me. Like I'm, I'm not saying this version of the Warriors wins a title. They need Draymond Green to win a title. Don't get me wrong. 
But what we've seen the last few games is the version of Warrior basketball that makes them a title contender when they are healthy. And I think that's what Steve Kerr is going to say in this cut. These last two games, I think, are a really good indicator of what what our team can look like with Clay back and everybody healthy for the most part in terms of our shooters, you know, our, our floor spacers. Obviously, with Draymond out, it's a huge adjustment to make. These last couple games, with the spacing that we've had and the ball movement, we've gotten great shots, and we're not going to make 21 for 36 most nights, but we did generate a lot of good ones. And then we had some some lucky ones too, or that kind of Jordan had a, a wild one and Steph had a couple wild ones. So we got to get better though. I feel like, you know, we are right now wildly entertaining and I just want to be entertaining. I don't want to be wildly entertaining. Right now we're too wild. We made, I don't know, seven to 10 insane plays that are going to get us beat in a big game against a good team. So we've, we've got to get better. <laughs> It's interestingly put. Um, I, wildly entertaining. Yeah, they, they're a little sloppy. And again, a huge part of that is Draymond. That's the part. The, the He just, he'll rein things back in a little offensively. He performs a uh, adhesive service for the offense. Uh, another thing Steve talked about as we run out of time is what they ended up having to do is double team Carl Anthony Towns late in the game. And in part, that's probably why Anthony Edwards got going, but uh, it was a decision they essentially had to make. The fact that he torched us in the first half was what went into that. So we, uh, yeah, we had no choice really Looney with four fouls at half in order to keep him on the floor. We needed to, to send a double and we did a good job with it. They missed some open threes. So we maybe we got a little bit lucky with it too. But yeah, the, the third quarter defense was excellent. I thought that was a, a key point of the game. And that's the problem. You know, the good teams, the really good teams might not miss those open threes. That's why I'd like to have the extra big. Big game coming up on Saturday for the Warriors as they host the Brooklyn Nets supposed to be Kevin Durant's return. It's going to be in prime time and everything. Bummer about Kevin. But should still be fun. Great backcourt matchup. Kyrie and Harden against Steph and Clay, And, of course, an even bigger game on Sunday. Not for the Warriors, but for the Niners. I'll be back tomorrow with Kolsky and company to get you ready for Sunday's NFC Championship game. That will do it for Warriors wrap-up tonight. Thank you to those of you who called and texted. Thanks to Craig and everyone back in the studio for all your hard work. Have a great night. I'll talk to you tomorrow. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.